Choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. Call me. I've got this. 816 Mike's got this. Hey there. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, Kansas. And welcome to the yes. party, everybody else. Here on uh, Snap Tackle Pod, I'm Mick Schaefer of KSHB 41. He is Dion Clisso of Preps KC. It is week two or Slash one. one. Of the high school football season, depending on which side of the state line you are on, and and we'll have some K- Kansas v Missouri matches. Yeah, we got a few uh, this week this week as well. So uh, that's what we're talking about here. Snap tackle pod. We talk high school football in and around the Kansas City uh, football uh, footprint and area. And for Missouri, it is week two, and for Kansas, it is week one. Uh, Dion and we had a pretty successful week one, I would say, on the Missouri side. Yeah, not bad. Some really good games, and uh, you know, I I joked with our our good friend over at Spectrum Sports, <laughs> Sean Belden. Yeah. That that was their game of the week was Blue Springs Liberty, and it went into overtime and Liberty. Won it I go, you might want to just quit because I don't know if you'll get a better game. Than I might not get better season. than that. That was that was amazing. <laughs> so many things to take away from that game. We'll start there. Juan Liberty is is really good. Winter Williams is still. Yeah. really really good maybe the best football player uh in the city but two blue springs was right there toe to toe with what we think is one of the best teams in the city and it took a two-point conversion in overtime to, to to beat them i think that coming out of that the the question was answered was does blue springs have an offense yes they do does blue springs have a defense maybe they don't does liberty have a defense i don't know if they do no. either that that's where you know like this week blue springs and ray peck are playing each other somebody asked me what i thought and i go this Ray Peck defense is a little better than, than the Liberty defense they probably just played. Now it's week one, so there's there could be some scheme things that you you know you got people in new places and they could be different. But but Rockers and Ray Peck look like they brought their defenses out in week one, where Blue Springs and Liberty brought out their offenses. Yeah, and about that Rockers Ray Peck game, uh, Rockers gets the win. What on the road at Ray Peck and uh, no, Ray Peck got bit, the win. What's that? Twenty to fourteen. Ray, yeah. <laughs> Ray Peck gets it at home. And yeah. which is kind of surprising maybe to some people. We thought, okay, they lose their quarterback, maybe taking a step back, but it looks like uh, now the Panthers are here to stay for maybe, no, maybe it, on it was, a repeat run here. It was a tight game, and I think I, I think that's kind of what I thought it would be. I thought it would be close. I picked Rock. I thought they'd win it. Um, but, you know, because they had a little more experienced quarterback coming back in, in Bailey. Uh, but, no, Ray Peck's defense, they gave up a 14-0 lead and then just shut it down and scored the winning touchdown with, I think, a second left on the clock. I think there was like one second left. So, that looked like it was going overtime, but it didn't. So that was a that's a good that you know, and that's you got Ray Peck, who's the highest ranked team in class six from Kansas City, and you got Rockers playing good games. You got Liberty North going down to Bentonville and, and playing with a really good, highly ranked they, Bentonville. They were kind of right there, right? They were they didn't get blown out. No, they they got down early and then just kind of played with them. You know, Bentonville kept their distance by that, you know, seven to ten point mark most of the most of the way, but uh no, it was uh, it was a good showing for Class Six teams, even the newest Class Six team. Because when we recorded this last week, we didn't know and woke up on Friday morning and bingo, Park Hill South is in Class Six. And, and Pike County's thrilled about that, by the way. Because yes, and it got thumped by Park Hill South. Yes, and that that's a good that's a good loss when you at least get the bonus points out of it. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and and in case you're wondering, and uh, the, they announced the uh, numbers, the raw numbers today. Staley was one student shy of being on the other side of it so whatever kids they kept home that day or you know shuttled away that was a that's a that's the old lisa was class, class five <laughs> they're class five yeah so i would assume that Staley so they're the probably biggest be, class five yeah i assume they will probably next year move up um and i think Hill south is probably there to stay they're the fourth smallest but 
Not, those regions aren't aren't nobody's leaving Staley and Park Hill South School District. So no, it's uh, it's interesting to see. And uh, like Platte County was, you know, the eleventh uh, smallest out of fifty four, but that they're not going anywhere. Green Valley's not going anywhere. I think that those areas that are growing that are up, uh, you know, some of those shocks were like Raytown South was up in five. So they haven't been in five for almost a decade. So that's uh, I, I don't know if that's because they're growing, and they may be because that's that's a part of town where you could actually buy a house. If you're a young family, you know, there's parts of Raytown that are growing and, and people are yep. moving in. So that's good. All right. One of the stars for Friday night was uh, Jace Reynolds, the running back down at Harrisonville. They took on a team from New Jersey, a like a multiple time state champion yeah. team from New Jersey. That's a lot bigger than Harrisonville. A, they got the win. B, Reynolds couldn't be stopped. 358 yards on just 24 carries. I saw the, the, the raw total on it. And I was like, uh, he probably touched it 35, 36, 37, who knows, 40 times. That's 15 yards per carry. Yeah, and he and he didn't. And um, that's that says to me that that they are in a position at Harrisonville, and they've got some other weapons too, that he if he doesn't have to touch the ball but 20, 25 times and they win, Harris, watch out for Harrisonville in class four. They class now, four? They are in class four. But but that being said, Smithville. Went to Great Valley and pounded them forty-two to three. So Smithville is ranked number one, and I think they've earned it. And I think they are the team to beat, not only in the metro but also in the state of Missouri, class four. Okay, very nice. All right, those were the games last week. Let's look ahead finally to Kansas this week. Yes, um, getting started with Miege and Blue Valley North. North on the tonight. Kansas side on a Thursday. You know, this has been a, a start of the season game. I think for the last four years. Uh, and it was a, like uh, Graham Mertz's senior year. It was a match of the uh, defending state champions on a Thursday night, which made it even better and uh, kind of pushed them out there uh, by themselves. And, and you know, Miege is replacing a lot of people, uh, quarterback and some really good uh, positions as well. But uh, I think they're still going to be there, you know, in the mix in 4A, along with St. James and, and Paola and teams like that. Blue Valley North, defending state champion. Got a new coach, Adam Pummel. Uh, we got a podcast up on the site with him right now. And, uh, you know, he's – Yeah, from OC and – uh, one of, what a great name for a football coach, Pummel. I mean, I think it's made for that. I, I mean, even if he, I, I, I kind of joke with him, I was like, I said, when I first talked to him, I said, is it Pummel or Pummel? He's like, no, Pummel. And I'm like, you know, that might be one of those things like uh, Colbert that he uh, changed it to, <laughs> you know, because yeah. like, Stephen Colbert grew up Stephen Colbert. <laughs> and then he, well, and then you know, like, uh, Joe Theisman. Hey, it rhymes yeah, with Theisman. Heisman. Yeah, Theisman to Theisman. Like, yeah. Theisman. It rhymes with Heisman. We'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> No, I got no. to meet him last week, and uh, yeah, he's kind of. We've got a couple quarterback whispers in this town, and he's definitely he's, one of them. Yeah, of course, he really likes the guy he has now in Henry Martin. Yeah, Henry Martin's fantastic, and they've got some good weapons around him too. Uh, and and when I talked to him, he said they, you know, they like their linemen. And I know when Andy Sims was there, he was just like, if I can find me five guys who can just yeah. stop some people for a second, yeah. we could score. And that's what he did the last you know four or five years, and he definitely has through three quarterbacks. I mean, that's that's you can see what Blue Valley. North has done, and, and Coach Pummel will continue that and put his own little stamp on it. Change the logo to the the like the running the galloping uh, pony. Uh, okay, got that getting that updated on our site. He gave it to me last night. Uh, um, the galloping SMU pony is now the the Mustangs thing. It's now the so, Mustang logo. Yeah, I, it's good look. It's all blue. I mean, it's it's a good look. So uh, no, I think they'll do a good job. That's a fun game to kick off the season. Really, fun the game. first three games on Thursday night are great. Um, Olathe East and Olathe East and Lawrence. Yep. And uh, Free State and Shawnee Mission Northwest. Uh, now Lawrence is playing their home game on Thursday because the University of Kansas decided Friday night is their night, and they the really want for the first two weeks of the season. Yes, He's and like, next, I think 
I think next week, I think that I think Free State's playing a home game on Thursday night. And 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 we've talked about this before, but the high school coaches don't really like that when the colleges schedule games on Friday nights. I mean, it's kind of their night. They don't, you know, and 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 in a town like Lawrence, and while I don't know if there are tens of thousands of people who want to go watch KU play football. Maybe they do with a new coach, but uh, some might have to choose between going to the high school game or yeah. going to the, you know, going to the KU game, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, it definitely hurts. Be two teams. teams in Lawrence and Lawrence free state. Lawrence will probably be taking a step back. Although yeah. they have a great new head coach, a former division one head football coach and Clint Bowen uh, stepping in, but they lose a lot. Like maybe the starting running back at KU this year. <laughs> yeah. And Lawrence Free State is going to get better. Like they have to get better. They were 0 6 uh, last year, and they're they're not going to be down for long. No, I think Free State will be better, and it'll be a good test to see where Shawnee Mission Northwest is. Uh, losing Ty Black and a lot of good seniors. Yeah. I mean, and that's and, and you know, look, Coach Black had been playing better before his son's class became sophomores, juniors, and seniors, uh, yes. and did that. But that okay. you know, there's there's good groups behind them, I think, and, and the numbers are up at at Shawnee Mission Northwest. And, you know, and, and this goes back to when we started Preps KC back in 2010. Shawnee Mission Northwest always had the most numbers in Shawnee Mission. I mean, they, they did. And they were kind of more the football school when Aaron Barnett was there. And they had just, you know, you look over and you go, that looks like a suburban conference, you know, class five, class six team, just in terms of numbers. You know, even Shawnee Mission West, their numbers weren't great when they won the state championship. Same with Shawnee Mission East. Not like they were low, but they're just not huge numbes like Shawnee Mission Northwest would put out there. So I expect that program to still maintain a, a good level, uh, even without Ty Black, who I'm going to miss because I love watching him play football. He was a lot of fun. Uh, he was great. Number 22, right? Yes, yes, he was uh, better. I love, I love quarterbacks <laughs> wearing like the number 20 or something like that. Um, all right, so our game of the week on KSHB 41 on Friday, it was an upset. Olathe Northwest and Olathe West, they were running away with it. Jay Novacek <laughs> was doing his typical campaign, making sure everybody voted. And then the last day on Tuesday, Blue Valley and Blue Valley Northwest – came storming back. They got 42% of the vote, 40% for the Olathe game. So our game is going to be Blue Valley and Blue Valley Northwest. And, Dion, I think it's, it's, it's going to be fun to see out of that, that pocket of Blue Valley, Blue Valley North, and Blue Valley Northwest, both all, all three with, with great quarterbacks, great wide receiver plays. Yeah. It's fun to see which one is going to be the best this year because they're kind of around Robin, kind of beat each other up last year. All the Blue Valley schools just played each other. I'm sure they're sick of playing each other at this point. But I don't know who's going to be the best of those three. Do you? No, I don't either. And I think it's going to be week to week. And then maybe at the end of the – like last year at the end of the season, I think Blue Valley was playing the best of anybody. Well, Blue Valley North won the state championship. But at the end of the regular season, Blue Valley had kind of changed things around. But uh, then Blue Valley North got hot like they always do in the playoffs. And, um, that, you know, if you're a team like Olathe North, you just keep your head down in the Sunflower League, go play your games and stay healthy, and then go meet those teams in the playoffs come. So – uh, no, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see who comes out of those three. And Blue Valley West has Josh Korkemeyer's done a great job. Their dips are not as low as they used to be. Um, and, and and so they were a little young last year, and I think you like that. Plus, they've got a new stadium that's opening up at their school, they're gonna share it with Southwest. It's the BB Deck Antioch, is what they're calling it. I'm gonna call it Blue Valley West. Aren't they calling it Ant Doc, Ant Dak, or something like that? Ant Dak, or something like that. I don't Ant-Dak, know. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll do that. I'll, it's I only have so many characters, so I can't spell out you know, 40,000 things on the yeah. location spot. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's much easier to just say they're playing at Blue Valley West. Like I, like when Southwest played at Blue Valley, I played it, I just said BVHS and then the yes. BV DAC. So yeah. we'll see. I, I've yet to come up with that abbreviation yet. I was waiting until they got the stadium open, which is officially Friday night. So Friday night. That's awesome to hear. Um, all right. Also out of the EKL, it's going to be St. James Academy and St. Thomas 
Aquinas, and maybe for the first time ever here, Dion, it's St. James, the state champs, with some momentum going into this game. Well, Tom Rack, you said that's the last thing on the list. <laughs> they, they beat me age. They won a state title. They haven't Check beat off Aquinas. Aquinas. They got to get a You know, they beat Blue Valley a few years ago. I mean, they've yeah. they've they've gone through and done. You know, they've kind of marked off all the big dogs, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely a big test for them. Right? I. You know, I think early in the summer, I was like, eh, Aquinas isn't going to be as good as they've been. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe it's a little, I, I don't know. I, I think throwing magic going on. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Mad. I just think that, that just because Tank Young's gone, I think maybe we all said, oh, they're not going to be as good. Uh, but I think they're still going to be pretty good. And they've got a lot of good players on that team. A lot of, you know, there's some D1 players on that team. So well, they played a uh, ton of sophomores last year. Yes. Sophomores become juniors. Uh, and that'll be good. I mean, they may be a year away from winning a state title, but they may be right there in the mix with Mill Valley and DeSoto and teams like that um, in terms of getting there. Um, all right, back to the Missouri side here. Liberty North and Liberty. It's, I mean, just rinse and repeat each yeah. week, right, with that with that league, the Suburban Gold. That's the marquee game. Well, I think it's the marquee game because there's Blue Springs right back as well. But Liberty, Liberty North, we've been waiting for that one uh, for a long time. Yeah, and I think it's it's kind of been weird that they've kind of traded this back and forth the last few years. Liberty won last year, so I feel like Liberty North. I I, I like what they did in Bentonville in a loss, and I'm concerned about um, Liberty's defense in a, in a victory. Um, so I don't know. I, and maybe I, maybe it could be all wrong, and that defense kind of solved itself. I mean, you know, the one thing we talk about with Liberty is they lost Jalen West in their middle linebacker last year, and he was one of the best linebackers in the city. And that position – can affect the defense so much. And the new player coming in just has, you know, coming, you know, he may be a senior, maybe a good player, but it may take a couple of weeks just to get that, the calls and that kind of stuff down. So I, I'm, I, I like Liberty more than that a uh, lot because of the way they played down in Arkansas. All right. So what about a blue Springs and Ray Peck? This, I mean, this could be well, a heavy hitter as well. We're going to find out about uh, blue Springs offense. If it's, if it's legit, um, Phil Calvarello, their sophomore quarterback played really well. Um, kind of a run past threat guy. Tailback put up big numbers. They, um, Ike Eziagu, who, who I saw as a sophomore basketball player a few years ago, decided to come out for football last year. Now he's got all these D1 guys. He's primarily a defensive end, but they played him in some tight end and he had a touchdown catch. Uh, so that, you know, that's the one of the things about Blue Springs that they've done a little different under Coach White is they play more guys both ways than, than maybe Kelly Donahoe did. And I think, you know, not that, not that Donahoe didn't when it came playoff time. I can remember an infamous uh, the, the Davis Twins senior year where uh, they they were moved to the offensive line and defensive line, um, and I think the team was behind it because the guys on the offensive line were like uh, the, the Davis boys are better than us. We need to let, we need to let them play. Uh, but no, I, I I'll be curious to see how they do help wise down the stretch. Uh, but but no, they've got some guys who could play and get up and down the field, and their offense plays. I mean that's that you know in week one they definitely had things clicking. Um, also, like Park Hill and Rockhurst, one of these two quality teams is going to be 0-2. Yeah, That's and I, I, I feel like Park Hill's still a work in progress. Um, and Andy Sims took over, and he said, he, you know, there's a, diff- a little bit – he had a little bit different culture uh, than the previous coach, and um, I think that the, there was a bit of an adjustment period um, going on there. So um, it may take them a little longer to kind of get going. We know they have all kinds of talent. Um, Ronnie Bell's little brother is their quarterback, and – and I think there's another Noel playing there as well. So they've got guys, they've got good lineage on those kids. And we know they have players. They always have players at Park Hill. So uh, Rockhurst, yeah, I think if they, I mean, 
they look back and they're probably like, we probably should have won that game. I think if they'd got that third touchdown, you know, at, at any point, you know, they, they felt like they probably would have won that game. So I, I think Rockers is going to be okay and, and, and they will get better as the season goes on. But you're right. Those are two pretty good teams and one of them is going to be 0-2. All right. Let's make sure we cover the REMAX big three games on the Missouri yes. side here first. Oak Park and Winnetonka, uh, both both Openings. opening new stadiums in, in the North Kansas City School District. Yeah, we'll have coverage of both those games. Uh, Grain Valley Oak Park is our is our uh, one of our big three games, and um, both of the, the there's it's a weird thing. There are four new stadiums opening this week between Who's Kansas the and Missouri. We're talking about Blue Valley West. Well, Turner's been open for a year, but they haven't right. played a home game. They haven't played, right. <laughs> played there. Played Desoto. They played yeah, they played Desoto. So I've got I've got people out of at uh, almost all those games and and want to give that coverage uh, there. But, uh, no, uh, Oak Park, home stadium for the first time. Tonka, they both have played games there. They played some Saturday games. Um, they got lights a few years ago, both of those. Yep. So they played some night games. But now they've got regular stands and concession stands and locker rooms and all that stuff that you need to have. And, and I think that's going to go a long way for both those programs. You know, it's weird to think that Oak Park was one of the most dominant teams in the 80s and 90s. And they, they had never played a home game at their stadium until I think like 2011 or 12. Um, and so, you know, they had a tough game with a really good Lee Summit team last week and uh, kind of played with them in the first half and then got away from them in the second half. So the, they definitely are a team that's got a lot of guys back and could play pretty well. Winnetonka, uh, they, they've got some key spots. they got good players, but they've got, you know, quarterback and some spots where they're filling those people. They, they struggled a little bit last week with uh, William Crispin. A William Christmas team that brings almost everybody back. So th- that was kind of an, uh, they were kind of on the other side of the experience level. So no, it's going to be it's going to be cool when you talk to both the coaches, Ken Clemens at Oak Park and Benny Palmer at Winnetonka. They are just thrilled, and their whole communities are thrilled. So it's exciting. Uh, staying up north, Fort Osage at Staley. So they're, at, they're at Fort Osage, but uh, at Fort Osage. It's at Fort Osage. Um, no, almost everything was up north. One of my photographers is like, really? I'm going north again? <laughs> he lives in Independence. <laughs> I said, no, we're, we'll be back south of the river again here soon. Uh, no, uh, Staley played well against Columbia Rockbridge. It got looked to be an easy win. Uh, my sources in the middle of the state tell me that Columbia Rockbridge is not very good. This is not the 6-7 D1 player yeah. Columbia Rockbridge. Now, Staley's you know got Steve Rampey there, and, and he's going to have him ready to go. And Fort Osage has struggled the last few years, but they played a ton of sophomores and juniors the last two years. And now they've all grown. And they just hammered St. Joe Central. They had to kind of switch games there because St. Joe Central was supposed to play Ruskin and it got canceled and, and Fort was supposed to play Kearney. Um, but, but actually St. Joe Central scored on them and had some good things too. But Fort Osage looks like they're they're ready to go. Uh, and that and if, and if Fort Osage and Staley are good in Class 5, that that's good for everybody because there's already teams we know are playing well in Class 5 that have been really good the last few years. So – uh, you know, with Raytown and North Kansas City and and, and teams like that. So, in yeah. Pike County stepping in last year. But, no, it's a Fort Osage Daily is going to be a fun one. All right. So, Maryville goes to Harrisonville. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Maryville. So I saw Maryville last week take on uh, Blair Oaks. And, man, Blair Oaks is good. And they dominated <laughs> that game. But Blair Oaks is class three. Maryville is class two, correct? Yes. yes. So, they're jumping up to play a class four Harrisonville team, which could be one of the, the better teams in that class. Maryville uh, – Taking off a big bite here to start the season. Yeah, no, they they schedule tough, and and I, I they're that's their plan. I mean, they were in the, they were in the class three state championship game last year. They played really well down the stretch after they lost their quarterback and had to put somebody new in. They kind of got the ship righted about midway through the season. Harrisonville looks good. We talked about them right off the top and uh, how well they played in week one. And uh, their defense needs to get a little better. I think uh, I, I think that they would say that. Uh, and, and they'll be tested against Maryville. I mean, it's option football. 
and you got to you got to stay home. It's similar. They don't run the similar. They don't run the same things. You know, one's kind of more of a, a, a wing tier flex bone. The other one's more of a veer. Um, but it's it's definitely on the ground. That one should go by fast. I think. I don't. Yeah. I, I think there was like five combined passes by Maryville and Harrison the last week. So nice. I don't see anybody chucking it around. Yeah. Um, but no, it's going to be that's a that's a good test for both those teams stepping out of conference uh, and, and finding out where they are. One more time back to Kansas for the uh, last Remax Big Three game of the week on the Kansas side. It's going to be Mill Valley going to Gardner. If you need a stringer, let me know. I can give you an update <laughs> uh, from that game. Well, I tell you, that's the one Gardner stepped up and kind of snapped it and got Mill Valley last like, year. Uh, Kansas team to beat them last year. Yeah, yeah it was. And, and uh, you know, I, I know that Mill Valley remembers that. There's a lot of players who aren't there on the, that Mill Valley team, but there's still some uh, good one. There's a defensive lineman, I think, who's of, of note of sort. Uh, overcome his, his parenting situation right yeah exactly <laughs> uh but uh no uh this is a good you know jesse owen comes over from gardner and if Holy anybody things. knows only things yeah he, and i didn't know that he he told when i talked to him last week he said it was an easy move for him you know he's an olathe guy i mean olathe played olathe north and, and and all those all those olathe people he's a he's an olathe guy but he and his family have been living in gardner for 15 years that's where his oh, kids wow. go to school so he's like it's like coming home he goes all our friends are here you know, this is where we live. So it was an easy, it was an easy transition for him. And he's really a weight room guy. And, uh, and the teams that he's been around, they've always done well on that and, and, and real organized, real together. They just didn't, they had a lack of talent in the late East, but you could see when he had some guys, they were really competitive and Gardner was young last year in some spots and they changed over to like a throwing offense. So I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they do. I, I, I'm a Jesse Owen fan. So, I mean, that's easy to, I mean, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to root for that program. And I think that's good for the Sunflower League. If, if Gardner is good, that's good for the Sunflower League. Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, Dion, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. It's always fun. Look for all the coverage on air at KSHB 41 on Friday night, and of course, online at prepskc.com. As you mentioned before, uh, all the scores are pretty much up to the second, up to the minute yeah. from uh, this week, both sides of the state line, Kansas and Missouri. Looking forward to it. See you next time right here on Snap Tackle Pod.